Thank you for tuning in to Movie Geeks United. There's no doubt that Danny Houston has inherited a great deal from his legendary father, director and actor John Houston. Over the years, his indelible performances have loomed powerfully on the big screen in films like 21 Grams, The Proposition, Birth, The Aviator, The Constant Gardener, Children of Men, Angel Has Fallen, Wolverine, and Wonder Woman. With his latest effort, he's returned behind the camera, something he indulged in with a trio of films earlier on in his career. The new film is titled The Last Photograph, and it tells the story of a man who is desperate to retrieve a picture of he and his son that was taken not long before his son's tragic murder during a real-life airplane bombing, which took place on Pan Am Flight 103 in 1988. The film offers a stunning approximation of the grieving process that resonates due to Houston's skill as a visual storyteller and his searing lead performance. The last photograph opens in select theaters and on demand on Friday, September 6th. So what uh, attracted you to this material enough to want to star in and direct it? Well, a, a, a dear old friend of mine um, called Simon Astaire, um, who was my agent many, many moons ago, um, now turned author, um, gave me a, a screenplay, and, and he gave me this great gift of the story, um, which I, I found really to be quite a simple one. You know, a, a, a man who, who loses... Or, or, or has his photograph stolen, um, and it sends him um, spiraling in a, in, in a panic. Um, and um, as the story unfolds in a sort of sort of tapestry of, of memories, um, you, uh, you you discover um, what the picture, what the photograph is of, and and what and what it means to him. Yeah. And I, I want to talk to you. I, I think it's a just a terrific uh, examination of of grief and almost our our reaction to it um, from a from a sensory standpoint, and and uh, especially in terms of the the color palette you use, and especially the sound design, which I think is very special in this movie. And I'm wondering uh, your approach to, to both of those kind of technical issues and how they could uh, bring out the most of the themes of this movie. Well, there's I sort of I started just by by um, it was it was uh, Christmas in, in in London and I thought well I don't want I don't want to miss this opportunity uh, to get some Christmas lights and the atmosphere of London during Christmas. Um, so I just I just used a, 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 a Canon uh, still camera and and went and shot the shot the lights um, and uh, that sort of the the necessity of having to do that and 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 having having no money at that particular moment in time um, kind of forced a, a, a style on me by by necessity um, and I then. Started to realize that it was an interesting sort of patchwork started started to evolve, um, and um, and it was it was a way for me to 
create different time zones um, out of chronology in the story without without having to have place cards um, and and also it created a a sort of uh, an approach that was different for the different time t- the time periods. Um, so the uh, the lovers in the park, for example, I I, uh, I shot on sixteen millimeter, um, and that just took me back to a, a, a particular time, a particular sort of summer in my in, in in my life. I felt as well, um, and the, um, the, uh, the the bookstore stuff. I used an old Panasonic, uh, almost like a video camera, even though it was digital. But it was, it was, it it had a certain style. And so then I just started using different equipment, different different formats, different different stock, different film. Um, and all of this, by the way, could be done quite easily in an editing bay. Um, but I just thought the actual process of doing it that way would 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 force uh, a style on on me as well as well. And, um, mm. and and also because I'm I'm able to I was able to cast myself. Really, one one of the reasons I cast myself was because I'd be available, <laughs> <laughs> possibly on time. <laughs> um, but I I, um, I was able to wait for 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 the seasons to change, um, so mm. I could shoot things in different different um, seasons, and that 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 also had an had an effect, and. Um, and yes, I worked carefully with Peter Rayburn, who composed, I think, beautiful music for me, um, and and with the effects department, um, so that there was some sort of harmony with the music um, and the effects. Um, and in a way, I, I, I felt that the the silences in the film were were the loudest moments, <laughs> um, mm. and um, so we were. We were we were careful with with creating those silences, and we we we, we used uh, hums and sounds um, that that uh, that came from various instruments, uh, but you wouldn't know that that it's music. Um, yeah. And also, just as a sort of as a thing of of, of of a fun little piece of information, possibly, is that Peter, because we felt that memory is a lot about musically music boxes. So the first the first theme that he that he wrote for the film um he composed it for a music box um and we played it on a music box and you can you can actually hear the wheels turn on it and so you can and so it was important for us to have to to hear the uh, the, the 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 instruments the life of the instruments uh, uh so you can hear the pedals hit mm. uh the chords. It's beautifully done um, and beautifully that evolved done. It, it evolved, yeah. and then, and then also, also the uh, uh, you know the, the documentary footage and the the, the the sounds that came out of out of out of that. Yeah, you know, uh, forgive me if this goes into the personal, but I think it speaks to the heart of this film. You know, in my life, my experiences with grief, sometimes my reaction to those experiences have surprised me. I mean, they go from devastation and and mania to oddly serene um and i'm wondering in in your own life what have you learned about yourself from uh going through moments of grief and and is any of that expressed in your film um yes i mean the the, 
the value um, that we put, um, it, it could be a photograph, it could be a sweater, um, um, the, the, the objects um, that, we, uh, that we're attached to that, that, that conjure up those memories for us um, are, extremely va- are extremely valuable. Um, also, um, the way that the, 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 the memories become a tapestry um, and, uh, and, and, and sometimes there's, there's, you can feel the stitching between one memory and the other. Um, there, there are moments that are, that are lost um, and then, and then a, a memory will, will bring you back uh, uh, to something that maybe you haven't thought of before um, and, and something that can be uh, the proce- a process that can be very sad uh, can all of a sudden bring you great joy. Um, mm. And I, I certainly know that experience. Uh, it's a familiar experience for me in regards to my father um, because I, I, I miss him dearly. Um, but it gives me tremendous joy to, 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 to see a film or, 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 to, or to find a book that we read together um, and um, for me, it's 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 a sort of form of um, internal prayer. Hmm. Yeah, I understand that. I was reading something just this morning uh, about a mother whose child disappeared decades ago, <clears throat> and every year for his birthday, he bakes him a cake. Uh, so uh, it's just heartbreaking, but at the same time, there's an element of the therapeutic in it, uh, an element yeah. of coping there. Uh, it's fascinating. You haven't directed yeah. in a while. Why, why is that? Um, well, I, I uh, you know, I was, uh, my, my, my father was, was my great partner work, work-wise. Um, and, um, and we were, we were, we were like, you know, like, like two hustlers. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was extremely helpful to me. Um, and, um, I mean, I remember, like, I, 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 he produced and I, and I cast him in a film called Mr. North, uh, which was my first film in, in, in my, when I was in my 20s. Um, and he, he called me up and he said, you know, Danny, if, if, I, if I were to fall ill, uh, uh, would it be okay for me to call Robert Mitchum to have him stand by? And, and I said, well, of course, uh, you, you, I'm sure you'll be fine, but of course, uh, you can call Robert, that, that'd be great. And, and, and he did fall ill, and, 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 and he, he wasn't able to be in the film, so Mitchum turned up in Newport, Rhode Island, and um, he visited my father in the hospital, and they, 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 they talked, and Mitchum said that he was happy to be there. Uh, it was he was sorry for the for the sad circumstances, but he was happy to be there and 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 and, and be supportive to my father and and and, and to me. And um, after after they met, Mitchum left the room. My father lowered his oxygen tank and he looked at me and he said, "Biggest hoax I ever pulled." <laughs> <laughs>
I forgot what your question was. I am so sorry. I just, no, no, no. no, well, no I, I love that story. Thank you for telling me that story. But you, you started your career, I mean, early on in your career. You directed, yes. as you mentioned, yes. several oh, yes. films, and, right. and you've yes. been away from it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so then what happened is, is, is I was, you know, stuck in L.A. in a sort of rather sort of seasonless state. Uh, um, and um, and I, I was going on meetings and, and, and you know, having phone calls, and but my films were just not getting made. Um, and I was waiting for the sort of eternal green lights uh, uh, that just never turn green. And, and, and de- developing stuff can take forever. And so, so uh, fellow directors, friends, out of the kindness of their hearts, really, started casting me in small roles. And, I got my first role was was waiter number two for for Mike Figgis film um, called Leaving Las Vegas and and I saw that as an opportunity to watch directors uh, 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 modern day directors as sort of experimenting and 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 approaching film in a different in a different way. That's the reason I really accepted these acting roles. And then all of a sudden the roles got bigger and. <laughs> I was working with the likes of Nicole Kidman and Martin Scorsese, and and um, and um, I've been acting ever since. Yeah, and you're fantastic. But oh, you know, thank you. And, and, but, but, and the last photograph was an opportunity for me to get back in the saddle. You know, does directing uh, fulfill something in you that acting does not, or is it all part of the same journey? I I think finally it journey because it's it's storytelling um but uh from an acting point of view i can i can enter into these different universes and stories that are presented to me by by a director and a writer um and it's by all means challenging um but you're you're entering into their world um and you can make three or four films a year if you're lucky um but uh, uh, directing is 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 long form. You know, it's a good year or two of development, and then you you make it, and hope that you get distribution, do festival circuits, and and uh, and, and and leading to the point where we're, where we're in, you and I are now having a conversation. You know, years are consumed by that, but you are mm-hmm. creating it. You're ch- you're 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 you're, you're, you're the, from the point of conception, uh, if if it's or if it's, or if it's based on a, on a on a novel that you that you love, but if from there to script to to actually getting the finance to make it is 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 is, is a long ride. It really is, and, and because you, uh, I know this premiered in uh, film premiered in the festival circuit, uh, maybe twenty twenty seventeen, starting in twenty seventeen. Um, right. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm curious yeah. to know, you know, you're so close to it. You 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 create it, you you shape it, and and love it, nurture it. But when you show it to, say, a festival audience for the first time, what do you learn about your film from that experience? Well, I mean, I still suffer from nerves. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's and 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 I have the same problem with 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 with, 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 with acting. I'm 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 I just I, it's nerve wracking uh, to show one's work. Um, you never know what 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 the reaction is going to be, um, and um, you're always 
looking, or at least I am, for for for, for a, a negative reaction. Um, it's it's uh, somewhat masochistic, probably, but you, you're 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 looking for it. I remember my father saying, uh, you know, I I, I I I shouldn't believe the good reviews because I can't believe the bad. <laughs> um, so you sort of there's a sort of protective layer that you put on. Uh, um, to, to, to get through it, and you sort of brace yourself a little bit, and th- and then, you know, you just hope for the best. Um, the first screening we had of the last photograph was rather poignant. It was at the Edinburgh Film Festival. Um, a lot of the first responders uh, at Lockerbie um, were there, um, and um, it uh, was um, the moderator was was Alistair Stewart, who who uh, who. Um, who was uh, one of the first uh, presenters on English television to um, to um, uh, announce the tragedy? Um, so it it and I felt I felt that the film respected um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the 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 tragedy, um, and that was that was important to me. Um, so that made me breathe a sort of sigh of, sigh of relief. Um, yeah. And, um, and on to the next screening, which is which is coming up on this this Friday at Santa Monica at the Lamley, um, and um, I'm I'm sort of feverishly inviting people and then hoping that they don't come. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm definitely going to push people to see this movie because I love it. But before I let you go, let me let me let me ask you one question about performance and, and acting because you are such yeah. a powerful presence on film. I've I've loved seeing you over these years and um so let me just ask something general you talk about nerves can you think of a scene that that felt most daunting for you as an actor to perform well you know the the the, the most daunting moment that i've had of late um was uh working just for a couple of days on um on stan and ollie um and what Steve Coogan and and and, and John C. Riley—they just looked like Laurel and Hardy. It was it was <laughs> gobsmacking um, to the point that I just looked at them and then in the corner of my mouth I just said, "Line, somebody give me my line," <laughs> because I, it, they just made me forget everything. And I just uh, I just had a sort of rewind button in my brain, and it just. It took me back to uh, when I was a kid, and I used to watch them and 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 enjoy enjoy them so much. It was just shocking because they came right back to life. Mm. Well, I, I know you're. I know I have to let you go, but let me just say that um, I want you to direct more movies because you're an exceptional director. And uh, thank and, and thank you, thank you in general for your enormous contribution to film. You and your entire family. Thank you. Thank you. I hold I, I, I hold that name with uh, the Houston name with a lot a lot of pride and, and, and respect. So I appreciate what you're saying. Pan Am flight PA one hundred and three. Two hundred and fifty-five people on board has crashed just north of the Scottish border. I come to collect my son. He was on the Pan Am flight. I need to get this to my son. He's very cold. It's very cold. You need to listen to me. I'm listening. There are no survivors. I don't understand. Look! Look! The photograph. What are the chances that you might find this? 
Thieves are only interested in the cash. The rest of the stuff they throw away. I thought we were gonna spend the rest of our lives together, not just those few short weeks. If you need to talk, a random act of theft sent me for a tailspin. I bought him the ticket. He was in love. He wanted to experience more of it. Present. To the present. In my bookshop, stole my photograph. <laughs> <laughs>